Hello and welcome to this episode of the BA Sports Podcast. Happy Waiver Wire Wednesday to you all. I hope you guys had a great week three and got the win. Today we're going to go over our week four waiver wire ads, some trade targets to go after, some trade targets that you may want to sell. We're going to also get into my top five waiver wire ads of the week. At the very end, I'm going to go over my top five, one through five. Please hit that follow button on wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on all social media if you enjoy this content. With that being said, let's get right into this week four waiver wire Wednesday episode. going to start off today and go through the waiver wire positions. It's kind of a light week on the waiver wire. It's kind of top heavy. There's a couple running backs and wide receivers that are really big targets, but if you're in first place, you're likely not going to get these guys, but I'm going to go over quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, and then some kickers and defenses that are streamable this week, along with some buy low and sell high candidates. So let's dive right into this week's waiver wire. So if you listen to last week's episode, I've, I mentioned a couple of these guys. Well, the first one I mentioned last week, and he had a really good week. He was QB 12 on the week. It is CJ Stroud of the Houston Texans. He is QB 10 on the year. He has looked amazing so far and still has not thrown a pick. He's only 11% roster on ESPN. I'm going to keep hammering this. CJ Stroud pickup until he gets rostered in 70% plus of leagues. I think he should be owned in a ton of leagues. They are passing like crazy and he is good at doing so. He has the weapons to do so. Tank Dell looked amazing. Nico Collins had an off week, but I expect Nico to rebound this week against the Steelers. The Steelers have not been able to cover outside receivers as you saw with Devontae Adams last week. I mean, Devontae lit him up. I think Nico Collins could do the same if they can't figure out how to cover receivers on the outside. And this game is in Houston. I love CJ Stroud as a streamer this week. Another guy I like to stream this week is Russell Wilson. He's QB6 on the year. He gets the Bears. He really could put on a show with the weapons he's got. I mean, the Bears are awful. The Broncos, not so good themselves. This could be a sneaky shootout game because both teams are so bad on the defensive side. I think, you know, Justin Fields could have a good week. DJ Moore could have a really good week. Uh, Although DJ Moore draws Patrick Sertan, but I really like Russell Wilson as another pickup. He should be available, I think, for most of y'all. If not, no worries. Pick up CJ Stroud. Another guy I'd like to target after a bad performance this week is Matthew Stafford. We mentioned him last week as well. Tanner mentioned him on the waiver wire episode. And he had a bad week against the Bengals, but that offensive line for the Rams could not protect him. He he got it done. He threw for a lot of yards. 
He threw a touchdown, but he threw some picks, and he really didn't pan out if you started him this week. But Tanner mentioned to get him as a backup on your bench as a QB2, which I think he can start as a streamer this week if you really need it. So those are a couple QBs that I like. I'd also be on the lookout. Be on the lookout for Justin Fields, Anthony Richardson, and Daniel Jones. All had really bad weeks to start the season, except for Anthony Richardson. People may have panic dropped him because of the concussion. That's the only reason I would say pick him up. But if Justin Fields, Anthony Richardson, or Daniel Jones are out there, I like them all this week. I think they're all going to do pretty well. And I like them all the rest of the season. Daniel Jones has had one good game and two games where he didn't even reach five points. So he's kind of hit or miss, but he has a pretty good matchup this week. So that's the guys I'd be looking for in shallower leagues, your deeper leagues. I doubt anyone drops those guys. Let's move on to the running back position where I have my top waiver wire pickup of the week. It's going to be Devon Echain. He is the number one priority waiver wire pickup on almost everyone's list i i would think he's gonna go number one on on each of y'all's waiver wires i assume i think he's gonna see around 10 to 15 touches a game from now on this was kind of the show us what you got game and man did he show us what he had he was the rb1 on the week he was the rb1 on the dolphins surprisingly he finished ahead of raheem mostert I think there's no reason McDaniel phases this man out of the game plan. Now, things to consider about A-Chain. He's backing up Raheem Mostert. So Raheem Mostert's the starter, but he is 31 years old. That's good for A-Chain. He has Jeff Wilson coming off IR possibly soon. That's not so great for him, but I think he's too good to not get him touches in this offense. We also got to keep in mind that Jalen Waddle was out of the game this week. Uh, the running back saw, I think, around 11 targets. There's also Savan Ahmed, and um, he's pretty good, although I don't think anyone poses a threat to this guy. He's the young rookie, and they're going to see what he's got, and McDaniel loves his speed, and Aitchin's the fastest player besides Tyree Kill on that Dolphins offense. Maybe Jalen Waddle's up there with him. I mean, those three, Aitchin, Waddle, and Hill, are the fastest trio in the league. And no team has as much speed as the Dolphins. And McDaniel does a good job of scheming up the run game to get him open holes and big, big run plays. We saw it from him when he was in San Francisco and he's brought it over to this Dolphins offense. I love A-Chain. He could be a league winner. Uh, I think you have to pick him up no matter what, if you have the a waiver wire one priority, unless you're like pretty solid at running back, which is hard to say this year because there have been so many injuries to that position. I think this is the number one guy. If you're if you're solid at running back, then the wide receivers that I'm going to mention, I'll go into that, and those are going to be my second and then third and fourth waiver wire priorities. But A-Chain's number one, so put him down. He is electric. I can't wait to see how they're going to utilize him moving forward. Let's go to the next player. Actually, next two players. These players are going to be found as more of stash candidates, see what they've got. So Kendra Miller is a guy that I picked up last week just to see what he does against the Packers. And he led the Saints in carries, nine carries. Now Kamara is coming back this week, so proceed with caution. But he is Kamara's handcuff, and the Saints have showed us in the past they love two running back duos. But 
there's going to be sort of a committee here too. I mean, everywhere around the NFL, there's not really one team that doesn't have a committee. I mean, no one's getting 90% plus of the snaps unless your name is Kyron Williams or Zach Moss. But Kendra Miller is a good pickup, good stash on your bench. I think Kamara, Kendra Miller, and Tony Jones Jr. are going to be the trio backfield. Kamara probably will get the majority of the touches, but I think Kendra Miller can show his explosiveness and get the second most carries on this team. And I think he'll be a good receiver for this Saints offense. So that's a guy I like to stash. A guy I'd like to actually roster ahead of him is Roshan Johnson of the Chicago Bears. The Chicago Bears have been a dumpster fire over the past three weeks. And they're not really getting it done with Khalil Herbert. Now, they could give him more carries, but they haven't really showed us that they're going to do that. He's been splitting with Roshan Johnson. And Roshan Johnson's a rookie out of Texas. He backed up Bijan Robinson. If you've never heard of the guy... He's shown some explosiveness, and he's been very efficient with his touches. He has more PPR fantasy points than Jameer Gibbs this year, which is crazy to say. But Roshan Johnson has gotten into the end zone, and Jameer Gibbs has not. Roshan has been a spark for the Bears, and I think they could use him more moving forward because they need something to help them out. It's a, It's been a tough three weeks for this Bears offense, and we're going we're gonna to see. We're going to see what he's got, but... They get the worst run defense in the league. I mean, last week we saw what Miami did to the Broncos run defense. Surely they're going to fix something. But if Chicago can't get the ground game going against this Broncos defense, there is a problem. And I think Roshan Johnson has the chance to kind of break out this week. It could be Khalil Herbert, too. It could be Justin Fields running for 200 yards. Who really knows? But... I like stashing Roshan Johnson because if he explodes this weekend, they start using him more going forward. You're not going to be able to get him if you don't have a high waiver priority because next week he's going to be the number one player. So you want to get ahead of the game. I mean, last week we were ahead of the game on Stroud and we were ahead of the game on Tank Dell. Both of those players went off this week and both of those players are high priority for waiver wire ads. We didn't uh, think Devon A-Chain had that in him, but you know, you got to grab him if you have the number one this week. So that is the running back position. Get ahead of these running backs, especially if you're hurting. Roshan Johnson, Kendra Miller, some guys I really like in deeper formats. And just as stash candidates in your shallower leagues, if you have the depth on your bench to do so. So let's move into the wide receiver position. I'm going to go into this guy first because I think he's the least available out of all these guys. It's going to be Adam Thielen of the Carolina Panthers. He looked really good, really good with Andy Dalton at the helm. And I think Andy Dalton could start again this week if Bryce Young's not healthy. And I think it's best for Adam Thielen. Also to note, Adam Thielen has a revenge game against Minnesota, his former team, the Minnesota Vikings which you love revenge games because they love to perform in those games. He's the wide receiver one in Carolina. He's seen the targets each of the last two weeks. He's gone for 20-plus PPR points in each of the last two weeks. I think he should be rostered heavily, and if he's not rostered, pick him up because if you have the depth at running back and you don't need a chain, I think Thielen is your next target. And then following Thielen... It's going to be the Chargers wide receiver duo of Joshua Palmer and Quentin Johnston. Mike Williams was hurt, tore his ACL 
on that play against the Minnesota Vikings last week. It was a tough sight to see. I knew it didn't look good when he was getting carted off with a towel over his head. Wish for the best, but he is out for the year, sadly. Wish a speedy recovery for Mike Williams. But Keenan Allen's the number one in this offense. We know that. It's who's going to fill that number two role, and that's going to be either Joshua Palmer or, or Quentin Johnson, in my opinion. I think Joshua Palmer has the tools to do so right away. So he is he's higher on the depth chart than Quentin Johnston, but I think Quentin Johnston fits that Mike Williams role a little bit better. He's kind of that big body receiver that can get you downfield passes and catch some deep balls from Justin Herbert. So I think Quentin Johnston does a better job of that, but I think Joshua Palmer is going to make an impact immediately for this offense. He is going to be number four on my waiver wire ads. Number two and three I'll get into in a second. But Joshua Palmer, I like targeting him if you're 0-3 or 1-2 and and need some wide receiver depth right away. If you're 3-0, I'd go after Quentin Johnston and just wait because he could explode in the second half. I've been preaching it all year on these waiver wire episodes. These rookie receivers, they get off to slow starts sometimes, and then they take off in the second half of the season. We saw it with Justin Jefferson. We've seen some you know, rookies make an impact right away. Like Tank Dell has made a pretty big impact right away. And then Jordan Addison, he's done all right. He's, I think, wide receiver 24 on the season, but not quite a wide receiver two yet. But Jordan Addison fills that wide receiver three role. I think Joshua Palmer and Quentin Johnston are guys that you need to target, especially if you lost Mike Williams. I put Quentin Johnston fifth on my waiver wire claim list. Joshua Palmer fourth. And then a guy that I talked about last week, I had him in my DFS lineup, him and Stroud paid me out on that one, is Tank Dell. Tank Dell, the rookie out of Houston, Stroud, like I said last week, preached them to draft this guy. If you want to hear me talk about more Tank Dell, I'm not going to go into him like I did last week, but the metrics are there. He's a speed threat downfield. Stroud loves him. Stroud is very accurate, and uh, he, he's been getting the targets and they're building that rookie-to-rookie connection. Tank Dell is number two on my waiver wire claim list behind A-Chain, and I think you need to get him anywhere you you can. If you have Nico Collins, I probably wouldn't target him. I'd rather go after Adam Thielen or the Chargers guys, but that is someone to target in your leagues. I have him as my number two waiver wire ad. Some stashes at the wide receiver position. Marvin Mims Jr. has looked really good for this Broncos offense. He's just not getting the snap share yet, but he is a rookie. He does have Judy and Sutton to compete with targets, but he returned a punt. That adds value. In deeper formats, I think he should be rostered. And in shallower leagues, if you have the bench depth, stash him away. He could explode in the second half. Another stash that I like Wandale Robinson Jr. of the New York Giants. He was really good last year. He got hurt, and he finally came back this past week. He only played 11 snaps, but he had five targets on the 11 snaps, and I think you're going to see this going forward. I think he's going to be Daniel Jones' favorite target, so I really like adding Wandale Robinson in your leagues. Let's move on to the tight end position, and our waiver wire ad at the tight end position, top waiver ad last week was Sam Laporta. Only rostered in about 50% of leagues. That shut up towards 80%. And now I think it's going to be close to 100 because he's tied in two on the season. 
He was tight in one last week and he paid off big. So the tight end position isn't great this week, but there's some guys you can target. We mentioned one of them last week. Tanner mentioned Jake Ferguson. He's he's on the list this week. I mean, very good red zone threat. He's not going to get a ton of catches. He needs to work on his pass catching, but he is he is young. He's going to get it together, I think. And with a position this bad, if you get a guy who's getting the most red zone targets at the tight end position, I think I'd be pretty happy about it. He is kind of touchdown or bust, but I do like Jake Ferguson just because this position is so bad. Um, but I put Laporta there first and Hunter Henry if they're somehow still available. We mentioned him that last week, but I think their value just shot up too high, and I don't think you're going to be able to get him this week. Now, Luke Musgrave is another guy that I like. He's a young tight end, rookie, and you know they they may have Christian Watson coming back, but I still think Luke Musgrave is going to see a good amount of targets in this offense. Jordan Love has looked really good for the Packers this year. So we're going to see what we got in these two tight ends, but I like both of them. So I'd target both of them in the waiver wire if you need a tight end. That's pretty much it for the positions. Let's go into kicker and defense, some streamers I like this week. So defensive streamers, I like the Bengals, the Chiefs, and the Texans. I think the Texans defense, we saw it last week. They're at home this week. I thought they were going to perform well against Indy in week th- or in week two, but... We didn't see that. They actually did really bad. But then they stepped it up against the Jags in week three. And I think they're going to take it to the Steelers in week four, especially being at home. So get you some Texans D. Get you the Chiefs D. They play the Jets. Zach Wilson hasn't looked great. That offense looks like a disaster. So the Chiefs defense is streamable this week. And the Bengals. The Bengals this week are going up against the Titans, who have not looked good with Ryan Tannehill at the helm. They they scored only three points last week against the Cleveland Browns. Now, the Bengals have to travel, but their defense looked good against the Rams. They were sacking Stafford, and the Titans arguably have the worst O-line in the league, so I think they could sack Ryan Tannehill and get a lot of pressure on him this upcoming week. I think the Bengals defense is a great ad. Their defensive coordinator is a beast. And I think that he's going to have them ready. And he really needs to get a head coaching job here in the next year because the plays he was dialing up on Monday night were insane. That defense was all over Stafford. He had like virtually no time. I like the Bengals to stream them this week. Some kicker streamers I like. Matt Gay set the record for most 50-yard field goals made in a single game. Brett Maher, he's looked good. Matt Prater, he's looked really good. Nick Folk, all those kickers I just named, I'm pretty sure all top 10 at the position. Now, Nick Folk did not have a great week last week. They only scored three points, so at least he got the points for that field goal. But that offense is not scoring a lot. Tanner mentioned him last week on the waiver wire episode. If they can start scoring a little more, maybe I like him. But he is a top 10 kicker, so if you need a kicker this week, go grab him. And that is it for the waiver wire portion. I'm going to be posting more on Twitter or the X. I really hate calling it that, but that's what Elon Musk wanted to call it. And I'll be posting more waiver wires. I'll be posting matchup analysis on there. Follow me on the X at BA Sports Podcast. I have a lot of good info on there each week for your fantasy lineup. So be sure to follow me on there. All right, let's go into buy low and sell high. Starting off, it's going to be Trevor Lawrence of the Jacksonville Jaguars. 
His wide receivers are dropping a lot of passes. Eight total passes dropped. Tied for second worst in the NFL. Pretty solid three weeks of getting the ball to his receivers. They just haven't been able to make catches. And I think he's going to get it going here soon. I think he's got a, a pretty good schedule coming up. I'd like to buy low on Trevor Lawrence while you can because I could see him exploding once they figure out this offense and get it going with their head coach, Doug Peterson. So I would really buy low on Trevor Lawrence. Another buy low would be T. Higgins. I mean, he's been inconsistent week one and week three. He went off big week two. I think they're going to have a great week four matchup against Tennessee. That secondary is horrendous, and I think Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, they're all going to go off. I think Joe Burrow is going to have the best game of the year. This this secondary for Tennessee is horrible. So if you can buy low on him, I know we mentioned him on the week two buy low. I'm going to mention him again because I think he can go off again this week. And I know people may be fed up with Burrow's health. They may be fed up with how T. Higgins has operated. But I think it's a it's a bounce back week. And he's going to go off against the Titans. So might as well buy low while you can. Some sell highs that I like are Cortland Sutton and Alexander Madison. Cortland Sutton, really good week. But Judy's going to be getting the ball more. And I also think they're going to work Marvin Mims into this offense a little more. Marvin Mims needs to see a higher snap count because he's been one of the most impactful players for the Broncos returning kicks. He's been on a ton of long touchdowns, long receptions from Russell Wilson. There's no reason why Mims shouldn't be integrated more into this offense. And then Judy, same thing with him. There's no reason why he should not get more snaps as he gets healthier. But Sutton, for now, has performed really good. He's performed really well. last. I mean, last week was like one of his best performances in years. So I think this is a perfect time to sell high on Sutton and see what you can actually get for him. Another guy I like selling high on is Alexander Madison. He did see the bulk of the carries for the Vikings this week, but Akers was inactive, and they traded for Akers. Alexander Madison's had a fumbling problem, and their head coach just came out and said that if you fumble, you're going to get benched. So if Madison fumbles again, Akers is going to get the touches. Ty Chandler is going to get the touches. I don't love Alexander Madison moving forward. He had a great matchup last week against the Chargers. I don't know how I feel about him, which is why I'd like to sell high now and see what I can get. Maybe you can trade him for Damian Pierce. Damian Pierce hasn't looked great. However, he has a good matchup this week, and his offensive line is getting healthier. That offensive line has protected Stroud. They're kind of figuring things out. They're a very young team. I think you can trade Alexander Madison for Damian Pierce, and I would not hate that. So that is uh, sell highs. And just to recap, we went over our quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, some streamable kickers and defenses, some buy lows, some sell highs. And now I'm going to go over my final waiver wire rankings from one to five. Number one, Devon A. Chain. Number two, Tank Dell. Number three, Sam Laporta. Number four, Joshua Palmer. Number five, Quentin Johnston. Those are my top five waiver wire ads for week four. I hope you guys enjoyed this short, quick episode of the waiver wire. I hope this helps you with your lineups this upcoming week. And look forward to Tanner and I going over the Thursday night football recap and our starts and sits for week four. 
Thank you guys for listening. If you liked this episode, please rate us five stars on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you find podcasts. That would be much appreciated. Thank you guys again for listening today. Hopefully you guys get whoever you put your claim down for on waivers coming up. And we'll see you on Friday's episode for our Thursday night football recap and our starts and sits for week four. Have a great rest of your Wednesday.